0: Welcome to this week's podcast from Fearless LA. For more information, check out fearlessla.com or explore the Fearless app. Thanks for listening. This is Fearless Los Angeles. just pray right now father from heaven would you administer this word that is burning inside my heart to these people god we grab a hold and unite under this banner of your love that this is our time you set everything up and you pre-planned and predestined us to be together tonight that we would hear a word and this word would literally shift the foundations of our life. There will be a paradigm shift in our life tonight. We would operate on new levels tonight because of the word that is coming into our hearts. We receive that in Jesus' name and everybody that's with me said amen. Now I want you to touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, Neighbor. Neighbor. this is is our time. Now turn to your neighbor you rejected. Hopefully you started with someone other than your wife this time. And say, neighbor. Come on, you got to say it like me, like I'm losing my voice. Neighbor. This is our time. I want everyone to point up to the balcony and say, balcony. This is our time. Balcony, I want you to point down to these crazy people in down here and say, people down there. This is our time. I want you to point down to where we say the devil lives. I don't know if he lives down there or whatever. And I want you to say, Devil you're still under our feet this is our time i want you to look up to god and say jesus this is our time for la and our world to be shaken if you believe that give jesus a loud rowdy. Sit down, sit down. Acts chapter 2, verse 17 says this. Acts chapter 2, verse 17. You can turn up later, but we'll just get a second here. Acts chapter 2, verse 17 says, In the last days, somebody say, In the last days. That's now. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit. Now, this is the first sermon. Of the original church. Yeah, they had never done church. This is the first meeting of why we're even here today. The first meeting of after God showed up and he started using unordinary, untrained, unskilled, normal people that had been with him to change the game. In the last days, what Peter was doing is he was reminding everybody of something that God already said before they showed up on planet earth. This is what he was talking about, folks. This is what God was saying about now. In the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Do we have some all people up in the building? Do we have some people? And your sons. Do we have any sons up in the building? What is our profession? Uh, and your will prophesy. They will speak about what isn't as though it is. They will actually make life. These last day warriors that are coming, these fearless ones, they will actually look at life and make it catch up to them. They will live in the future and then go back to the future and say, come on, I'm not that person I used to be. Come on, there's something greater for me. There is a destiny I'm called to. And they'll use their words to speak about what heaven is speaking forth. And because of that, the Bible says. That young men will see visions, meaning after they speak it out, they will touch what they spoke about. They will see visions. And young old men will dream dreams. Then I love what it says right here in verse 18. Even on my servants, meaning those who used to be slaves. Even on those who used to be bound in fear and anxiety and worry and depression. Even those who feel like they don't deserve me to show up in a mighty way in their life. I, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And they also will prophesy. If you've struggled with depression, anxiety, fear, you've had chains on your mind and your hands, It's your time. This is your time to speak out what you want to live in. I'm not talking about name it and claim it. I'm talking about name it and live in it. Yeah. Because for too long, we have operated under the prophetic vision of what the enemy has for us. For too long, We've partnered with his words and spoke them out. He used the gift that God put inside of us to look like him and create with our words. For too long, I've hated myself. For too long, I've looked in the mirror and said, you'll never be anybody. You'll never become. They won't like you. When will you ever do it? And I spoke out, and guess what? I got to live in what I spoke out. But I came to serve notice on the devil tonight and tell a whole group of people, you don't have to live in that anymore. And it starts right Right mouth wide open. Starts right here. When you begin to speak out. And the enemy, I believe, if the currency of heaven is faith, because it takes faith to start talking about things that don't make sense now. It takes a supernatural eyes or hearing from the Holy Spirit to see what no man can see and hear what no man can hear and know what no man can know. It takes faith to see heaven come to earth. That's what Jesus, when he showed up, he kept saying, you have little faith. Do you not have any faith? You know that Jesus, in one of the towns he went to, he could do little miracles? Jesus? Why? Because it was hometown. Oh, that's Mary's. Isn't that just, isn't that Jesus? Didn't we, isn't he Jesus from the block? Right? Didn't he grow up right around the corner? Some of y'all get that later. Right? He's Jay from the block. He's right over, that's just him. He's just normal. He's just an average guy. And the Bible says that Jesus could do little miracles because of their lack of faith. Then he had other environments where dudes saw holes in the roof to get their sick friends in, lowered them down in the middle of messages, and people got up out of things. Dead people got out of of the coma that they were in. When faith showed up, heaven invaded earth. It's going to take faith to believe what God is putting down in the basement of our soul. It's the currency of heaven. Faith is the currency of heaven, then fear is the currency of hell. When I sow in fear, I reap what the enemy wants for my life, which is ultimately to kill, to steal, and destroy who I am. Fear of my past, fear of my present, fear of my future. He's a great preacher. He's incredible. He's taken down kings and monarchs and people way smarter than us. And when you begin to align with his words, and fear is your currency, you begin to live out what he said about you. And yeah, you were a failure last year, and you did give up. But when you start agreeing with where you were instead of where he's calling you to go, then even now you start starts producing. Have you ever had that happen? You started focusing on how many times you failed? And all the lies, and all the words, and all the and even in good relationships, even in good church environments, you start cursing the environment you're in. Even in the nicer people are to you, the more. When I went to New York, I understood this. Right? I couldn't understand why people were so mean in New York. I got on the subway. My wife—they're hating on my wife. I'm like, "What is the deal?" I'm about to fight someone. You know? I don't know what's going on. Everyone's angry here. And I, and I talked to my friend who's a pastor that said, actually, no one's angry. It's just they've been so mistreated and misthurt on the streets. And so many people approached them out of a fake niceness. And it ended up wounding them that when you come up and you're nice, they actually think something's wrong. Why? Because of my past. And so because of what I've experienced in my past, I, I, I will forfeit my present and destroy my future because I'm working off of, off of the fear, which I would love to, to, to just reveal fear. Fear to me is, is an acronym. It's false evidence appearing real. It's false evidence coming into the court of law and appearing real. Yeah, it appears real. So when they say it and you look in the mirror, it appears true yeah critics will never usually lie about you they will speak the truth but it's not heaven's truth because to this earth jesus was just a carpenter but to heaven although he had a hammer in his hands his hands would soon hold nails from hammers That drove him here and those hands with holes in them would bring eternity to my life but heaven saw what the earth couldn't I wonder what heaven sees over us that if we would just catch a God vision and start stepping out in faith and start believing for who he's called us to we would realize that even now is our time how can now be my time I'm struggling. I'm, I'm working. It's not working. It's not working. But now is your time. Right now is your time. Right now is our time. Not when, not if, not how. Not, no, no, none of that. Now is your time. And heaven is speaking it over a generation. I came all the way here tonight to tell a generation this. This is not your year to go backwards. This is not your year to look back at who you used to be and what you thought about and what you did. This is not your year for spiritual mutilation of your past. This is your year to fall in love with who Jesus is and why he died for us. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Galatians 6, 9 says this, let us not become weary in doing good for at a proper time. Somebody say time. Time. It's just a matter of time. It's coming. It's coming. Anytime now. May not be on your time. May not be on my time, but it's right on time. It's just a matter of time. Some of us might have to look foolish and stupid for a little while, sitting in front of a field of dirt, smiling like we got a harvest ready to eat. Some of us might have to stare at, at some people in our lives that other people have discontinued and cut out that we believe are part of us getting to our future. Some of us have to, might have to unite with people and connect with people that don't even look like us. But we start realizing there is a time coming where God is going to raise up a mighty army together in this room. You say, how's L.A. going to be saved? We don't, even have, we don't even have the balcony wrapping around. It's just a matter of time. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's It's a matter of time. Do not get tired doing what you know you got to do. Just keep getting up. Sometimes it's about getting up again. Sometimes it's about one more day waking up and saying, you know what? I'm alive again today. Snap myself. Have you ever been just kind of tired and you just got to kind of... Some of y'all need to get some blood flowing to your spirit. The blood of the lamb, you know what I'm talking about. Some of you need to get some life injected into you and say, today is my day. I'm not going to get tired because that's the only way the enemy wins. This is our time. Why are we preaching this? Because your life, according to James 4.14, is but a mist that appears for a little while and vanishes. You only have one shot at this thing. It's a mist that appears and it's gone. Like that. This is your life. (laughs) What are you going to do with it? How are you going to live this one shot you got? Are you going to live it for what you can have here? Are you going to live it for what you see there? Come to here. The Bible says this in Ecclesiastes 6, 9, 10, Whatever your hand finds to do, touch your neighbor on the left and right and say, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all you got, man. Do it with all your might. For in the realm of the dead, where we're all going, baby, You will either get old and die, or you will die young. We will all face eternity. So, while you're here, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with no regrets. Do it with all your might, for in the realm where we're going, where you are going, there is neither work, nor planning, nor knowledge, or wisdom. Get all your wisdom, all your planning, all your knowledge. Get it all out right now. Squeeze all the juice out of this life. This is not your year to wait. It's not your year to maybe. And some of y'all and me... have to cut off some people that want you to sit around another year and just be and just act and just not move forward some of us need to catch there is a new day arising today and i need some people that catch that i'm a runner baby i gotta finish this race called life that god gave me and if you want to talk about the petty things of my past God bless you. I'm moving on from my past and from yesterday and last week. And I'm sorry for how you felt and I'm sorry for what you thought. But today is a new day. You got one life, and all we got is time. Right now, as you sit in this room, time is passing, time is tick, tick, ticking away. It's ticking. Every second, it's ticking. And whatever is spent, you can't get back. It's lost. Be careful about killing time, wasting time. It's all about time. This is our time. But whatever is there, why are you still thinking about there? We got a there to go to. You got something left called time. But every moment you keep dwelling on the time you missed and the time you miss happened and the time that they took, you lose it. The time you're in and the time then and you can't live out the time where you're going time. It's all about time. Time is your greatest resource that the Lord gave each one of us when he sent his only son to revive the time. Turned it all around and gave me a new life. Time is the thing we have the least of in this world. Time, you have to respect time. How you use it, how you manage it. People go to seminars all day long on their money, but you can get more money. You can't get more time. If you mismanage it, misuse it, you'll wake up one day and not realize where the... Time went. Time. What about time? There's time to be born, a time to die, a time to cry, a time to heal, a time to be broken, a time to celebrate. Steal my house, steal my car, take my clothes, but don't waste my time. I can get a new house. I can find some new clothes. I I, I could get those back. I can regain some money, but I I cannot get back what wasted time was spent. Mm. Whatever time we don't use, we lose. The time we've wasted, but the only time we can use it's not the time we wasted or the time they took, but it's the time we have left. Yeah. Yeah. I came here tonight to get your focus on the time we have left. What are you going to do from here? I don't care about what you did there. Yeah. What are you going to do from here? What's next for you? Some of you are picking yourself back up through a bad marriage, through a crazy divorce. Some of you are picking yourself back up through a jacked up relationship some of you picking yourself back up through a job that went wrong you got fired or they didn't understand you i'm not asking about then and when i'm asking about what now and the question is with the time you have left what are you going to do with it and this life is fleeting it's a vapor as soon as it passes by, it's gone. It almost seems negative for me to tell you this tonight. But I have to say this because if I don't keep this in front of you, you will forget till the next funeral we sit in that we all only have a certain amount of time. and No one knows the day or hour when that time is up. And if it is the cause for you and I that we will grow old and die then I do need to remind you that we only have a certain amount of time and you will forget as you brush your hair out that hairs are falling out every single day and as you sit and live life that your teeth, no matter how awesome they look right now, are sinking into your gums. Your skin is sagging and the wrinkles are forming. Some of us are losing that hair without the brush. You've gained some extra friends along the way. Some are hanging lower than they used to. No matter what kind of facelift you get, we can tell. Because we all have to live in time. And if I don't tell you this, your time will slip away through your hands like money. And you won't know where it went. And one day you'll look around. You'll be a little old lady with wobbly knees. Skin sagging to the floor. And your voice cracking. And not even know the day you got there. So every moment is important. It's important to seize this life. And like a fierce, ravenous animal. Suck out. The life you have left with tenacity. The enemy would love to steal your greatest resource. Time. And you wake up. And think, where did it even go? Some of us might need to wake up tomorrow. And instead of being so worried about time that we've lost wake up and blow God a stinking kiss and thank him for the time we have left. Some of us need to wake up and say, you know what? My life is not my own. I've been bought with the price and what I have left, I'm going to give to Jesus. There are some people in this room that need to catch a vision of their singleness. You're still looking for who you're going to end up with, how it's going to happen. When are we going to meet him? Right? You're looking so hard that you are missing and killing the time that you have. Can I tell you this? And this will, be, this will make sense to all the married people. Once you are married, you're married. Yes. <laughs> Once you have kids, you have kids. Can't put them back in. <laughs> right? It's, it's happened, and it's awesome. And it is time for that. But what about the time you have now? Where you could wake up whatever time you want. Y'all don't know, man. My daughter's like, 5 a.m., Daddy, let's go outside. Let's go outside. Let it to Daddy, 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 Daddy. She's like, I'm like, did you drink coffee? What happened? And then Bray, ah! you know, just like, he's crawling and eating rocks. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember the days when I woke up and played Halo. Huh? Where'd that go? We always want what's next, but we miss what's now. The Bible says, men, the Bible says, when you find a wife, you find a good thing. But it doesn't make sense. So she's someone's wife? No, no. She's your wife, but she was who you need her to be before she had a ring on it. She wasn't a woman, she was a wife. Yeah, yeah, men, start look, stop looking for ladies and start looking for a wife. Right, a woman who is making life catch up to her. She says, I'm not married yet, but I'm going to start living my singleness out in such a way that it draws heaven to me. I'm going to start prophesying, not just with my words, but with my life. I'm going to be a woman of prayer. So when you give me kids, I will be praying for them. I'm going to be a woman of compassion. So when my husband's an idiot right amen that was your chance sister but you missed it you si- that was a silent amen. amen seize this moment whatever it is grab it and don't let it go it's yours to take no one else's this is your race what are you going to do with it? I can guarantee inside there's a voice speaking of what he put in there for you to do before time began. And sometimes that voice says scary things. And you just push it down. Because it doesn't make sense when you look in the mirror. But he's not asking the mirror its opinion. I guess you could say that I'm a little bit of a thinker. I like to think. I like to sit and just think. I like to talk to people that have a thought life. I like to talk to people that are actually coherent with the realities around them, not just happening to them, but are thinking about how they're going to happen to something. I like to be around philosophical ideas. I like to think outside of the box if you try to put me in a box watch out baby you might see a caged lion they try to tell me i have this certain personality i said stop putting me in a box i'm not a badger or a lion or whatever you want to call me my name is jeremy and i came here to serve notice on the devil i don't fit in any boxes i don't fit in your pattern or your ways or and someone goes oh well that that is a box you don't fit in the boxes No, no no it's not a box i am me there is no other me And there is no other you. Do you know that? Do you believe that? And could I look in your hands and see that? What are you called to do? To see? What does it mean when I say this is your time? For what? What is it? And if you don't know it, it's time to search for it. Because there is something. And where we're going, it's not going to matter anymore. The thing God called us to do is right here, right now. Hmm. And I came here tonight to talk to an elect group of people. I normally try to fit my messages into everyone in the room, but today I decided to do it a little different came just to talk to the misfits, the the ones that feel like they've tried their hardest to fit in, but it just never quite works. Even in a church setting like this, I came to talk to the elect, the chosen, the The warriors that God sent here to L.A. may have drew them from all over the world for different reasons that he hooked you like a like a horse chasing a carrot to this place. But there was a greater purpose that you didn't even all the way understand. And you're here and you thought you were here for some other reason. But you're discovering there is something greater to you living in this great worldwide city. And as you've come to these meetings, some of you have felt almost like, oh, my gosh, this guy's intense. Uh, Sometimes when I look at you, it's almost as if I'm spraying a fire hose on your face. (laughs) But you keep coming back. Keep showing up again. And you may have started in the back row, but each week you move a little closer to the water that is being spewed from this place called Living Water. And there's something inside of you being drawn to what's happening here for some reason. And today I came to simply talk to those people. It may be 10 of you. I don't know. And I would be happy today to ignore the masses of you who would be bored by this message. I'm okay with a few yawns just who I could speak to the ones who are going to ignite this world on fire. I came just for those tonight. I don't know if I at least have 10. I'm praying for at least 10 tonight. That maybe... For going after the minority, I may be able to reach with these words deep into the thought life of some world changers, some misfits, some downcasts, some down and outs, some outcasts that were called by the one who came and died for you. I just came for at least 10 of you that maybe I could get into somebody's head. I want to describe this person, someone that I'm thinking about tonight is someone who is always wondering why they are so different. Why, no matter what they try to do, they just, just doesn't fit. Why am I always having to find a new group, a new crew, And it's the latest thing, whatever the latest thing is, because I got to find acceptance. I have to find fitting in, because that's just what you do in life. Yeah, even if you hate the new hairstyle, you will go get it. Because you would rather have a new hairstyle that you look stupid with, than to be ostracized and not fit in. There is a hipster look that is happening on these streets. Everyone looks the same. They all have the same hat. They all have long shirts, right? They all have mustaches. You know, they all look the same. And some of them honestly look stupid in the style. Not trying to be mean. But we would rather look dumb. To be in the now of what culture says is the now. Instead of finding who we are. Because as humans, for some reason, we have this epic flaw of trying to hide in the surroundings instead of standing out. And some of us say, oh, I just want to stand out so I dyed my hair purple. Well, just the other week I was was at a coffee shop and there were 10 girls all with their hair purple. (laughs) That all, all those girls alone in a crowd of people with blonde hair would stand out. But the only thing they're doing is saying, I don't fit in with your crowd, so I'm going to create my own subculture. I'm going to fit in because I have to fit in somewhere. And even those that feel like loners fit in with the other loners. But you weren't created to fit in. You were designed To stand this is who I'm talking to tonight. Maybe I'm just talking to 10. I'm I'm not sure. You were designed by heaven, you were articulated and thought about. There is no style or no group or no race or whatever that you completely fit in because you weren't made or designed to fit. You were designed to stand out, you were designed to be different. And not have to try. And until you get that, you will always be a bad copy of somebody else. I came here to tell you tonight, this is a race. But there's only one person in the race. You. And all of us are looking around. Trying to judge and compare ourselves with other people and other things and other preachers and other singers and other filmmakers and other artists. When reality comes, God only made one you. That's it. There are no two people on this entire planet or since the beginning of time that are exactly the same. You are the best you. If you try to run my race, you'll never finish it. And if I try to run yours, I'll be so clumsy in your shoes. You are called to be you. We need you. This world needs you. We don't need somebody else. We don't need a copy. We don't need a diagram of somebody else. We don't need a comparison chart of how you line up to the rest of the people in this world. We need you. And the devil will preach over and over and over and over to try to get you to forfeit what you're called to be, to be somebody else. Every preacher right now that has skinny jeans and a comb-over haircut sounds like Judah Smith. We don't need another Judah Smith. We just need one. That's why if you go on YouTube and you look up T.D. Jakes, you'll see a whole bunch of African-American preachers that are trying to look like, sound like, act like T.D. Jakes. Look, I don't want you to be me. I want you to be you. Grab your microphone, whatever it is. Maybe your microphone isn't a microphone. Maybe it's a paintbrush. Maybe it's a guitar. Maybe it's the business that you're going to start in your hands. What has God called you to do and be and say? Who are you? You are uniquely designed, intricately thought about. Your God is a thinker. In fact, everything he thinks about comes to planet Earth and shows up and no one's ever seen it. If he made the sun the first time and no one had ever seen it, he designed it. Why would he spend less time thinking about you? Why would he make you copy of someone that came years ago? Who are you? And why did he send his only son if you were the only one left so you could have life? Who are you? And if you're so special, how valuable is the time you have left? You see, life is not the race to the biggest seat in the house. It's a race to your seat. I'm not called to be the president, even though that's great. I'm called to be Jeremy Johnson, a fearless LA. And you truly find wisdom when you capture and begin to try to understand yourself. You try to capture why you think the way you think. Why did I go through what I went through? Why did I grow up in the family I grew up in? When you stop trying to blame those things and start embracing those things, God knew I would end up here. How and why am I here? And you start asking, why am I so unique, God? It's the beginning of wisdom to start looking in the mirror and saying, God, who am I? And ultimately, to find out who you are, there's only one person that can answer it. It's him. It's the creator, the designer. And some of you don't even realize it, but that's why you're here. And you have to go back to the manufacturer of the item to understand the depth of his mind, why he designed you. Why am I the way I am? It leads you to self-analysis. God doesn't mind you asking questions. In fact, He invites you. It's the people that really start growing and maturing in their Christianity. When they start, no matter what age they are, start saying, who am I? Why am I? Where am I? How am I? And what am I to do with all this? And at the point you get to that question, you're ready to be mature in your faith. As long as you try to figure out who everyone else is, you're not ready. You see, there's a group of us in this room, and we're not really interested in finding out what the latest gossip is. There's a group of us in this room that we're not really interested in calling people and listening to voices that have the latest scoop there is a group of us in this room that is actually too busy trying to find out who we are to worry about what you did and what you said and what you hurt there's a group of us in this room that actually believes that God has something better for all of us and if no one else is going to chase it I am there's actually a group of people in this room that believes you can't get to where you're going by looking backward. That the only way to get there is to focus all, not some, all of who you are. Some of y'all need to get selfish for a second. You need to start saying, God has a destiny for me, not just others. He has a destiny for me, and I need to get in it and figure it out. Some of you are great at telling other people, you're awesome. I believe in you. Wow, I see that gift on your life. But we have a hard time stopping looking at everyone else and not only comparing and encouraging. Stopping and going, who am I? It's great. Dave's figuring out who he is, and Colton's got it down, and wow, that's awesome, but Today, I get to grow. Who did you call me to be? Maybe there was a time where we were really fascinated with what's going on in someone else's life. But now, we took the plank out of our eye trying to get the speck out of yours. Because we started focusing on who we were called to be. If we could just master us, we might be able to change the world. Could it be possible that the designer, creator of the universe actually put something of change in you? That the world is waiting on. The Bible says that all of creation groans. It wakes, it yearns for the children of God to reveal themselves stop hiding in who they are stop hiding in culture and your race and your family and start revealing what jesus put down on the inside it's okay to be different but embrace it this is who i am judge me if you want But I'm not going to let your words or your wounds create fears in my present because I only got so much time. I don't have time for all that. I don't have, look, I don't know about you, but I am allergic to silly people. I get a twitch in my eye. Like, just get away. People that I just want to talk about the past and talk about how it was and talk about people. And I get allergic to people that are like, what's up? I don't know. I'm just here. Okay, cool, man. Nice, nice to meet you. I'm allergic to that kind of... I'm allergic to people that have no dreams, no vision. I'm just allergic to people that are dead. I'm allergic to people with, with uh, 2.5 kids, a nice house, and a sweet car. You know what I'm saying? I'm allergic to people that are chasing uh, the dollar bill. I'm, I'm allergic to people that don't realize that this life is much more than this little vapor. Look, we take the vapor and we decorate it and we call people to look at how awesome I was. No! I got one life. I want to live it to the fullest. And I'm not going to live off of his fear and his anxiety and his worry any longer. This is my life. This is my time. I'm not going to perform for your applause any longer. I'm going to perform for an audience of one. I'm going to dance for an audience of one. I'm going to write for an audience of one. I'm going to preach for an audience of one. I'm going to be for an audience of one. I'm going to live for an audience of one. I am chosen. I am called. This is His time, ultimately, and He's given it to me as a gift. I'm going to spend it, spend it, spend it spend it. I'm going to live without regrets. I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going to take everything my hand touches and do it all with all my might. Pastor, if you want me to set up a chair, that's going to be the best set up chair you've ever seen because whatever I'm doing with my time is important. Whatever I'm doing with my time is special. I'm not going to wait and talk about and be about. This is my time. If I'm coming to, look, these are the kind of people that will make me preach to you. I don't have a sermon. You're going to pull it out of me. Pastor, you better give me something. I came all the way here. I've given you my time tonight. You better, you better. I, I'm not, I'm not waiting. I'm not going to say, look, look, but, but you bet. Come on, come on. Give me more. These aren't the people that are looking at their watch going, oh, well, I'm going to get out of here i got to go see the game. i got, I got more things to do. None of those are silly, futile little things. I'm not saying that a game is bad, but when a game becomes your God, when a, when, a, when a sport or whatever it is becomes the thing that all your time is focused on. No, Jesus is about people. He's about lives being changed. He's about worlds shifting and shaking. What are you called to do that no one else will ever, no one's coming. No one else. You're our only hope. He puts something inside you that cannot be done by Matt. So stop waiting for him to do it. Some of us have a calling and we keep pushing people out of the nest to do what we're called to do. Oh, you should do that, man. That's all. You start encouraging others, but you're waiting for someone to encourage you and applaud you for what heaven's already called you to do. You don't need their applause, he's already spoken. Can I tell you this? I believe life is like a giant test. Giant test. As the test is filled with most, mostly questions. And all the answers are blanks. It's fill in the blank. What am I called to do? Who am I? Some of you are on question number one. Who are you? Can I tell you the good news tonight? It's an open book test. But as long as you listen to these lies, you will doubt the answers that were given to you and never write them down and be stuck on question number one for the rest of your life some of us in this room it's time we move on from question one two it's time we move on from the second page and start putting down the answers that the holy spirit is speaking to us you know who you are it just doesn't make sense with your eyes that's okay because no eye has seen including your own no ear has heard including your own no mind can conceive including your own but god makes the deep things plain to the holy spirit and he can't shut up some of you are hearing it on the inside you're like shut up shut up leave me alone don't say that out loud and he's not it keeps getting louder and louder and louder and louder. And I ran from my calling for years until God had to force me in a corner. Can I tell you this? I don't believe heroes are born or made. They're cornered. And all I'm trying to do tonight is corner you with the Word of God. And I'm trying to pull the hero out of you. There is a hero deep inside of you. And it's okay that you don't have what they have. You have what you have. And you are a great you. You're not a great you. You're the best you. And we need you. This is our time do I have any people out there that agree with me tonight it's time we get fear out of the way fear of the past fear of the present and fear of the future and my greatest cry is God I don't want to die with questions still left blank on my test It's the ultimate test. And you only have till the bell rings to finish. You have a vapor to finish. What are you waiting for? The answer is inside you. It's in your ear. It's in your heart. Stop being afraid from the devil's faith. And it's time a generation rises. It says no weapon formed against me will prosper. If God is for me, who can be against me? God, I want to be creative. I want to be ingenuitive. I want to be used for your kingdom. I say, but what about what about what's in front of me? Well, I'd have to tell you about a man that didn't speak until age four. Couldn't talk until age four. Couldn't read till age seven. He was considered mentally slow, handicapped, unsociable and adrift, even called foolish over and over again. But today, We have a picture of him up right up there, his name is Albert Einstein. We even make jokes now, oh you think you're an Einstein? Looks like his critics were wrong. Looks like what you saw in the mirror wasn't what heaven designed for him to do. What if that is true about you? What if because you didn't have all the elements you kept putting down who you are? Are you kidding? You'll never slam a ball. You're going to be cut from this team. But today, because he said, I, I failed over and over again in my life, but that's why I've succeeded. Michael Jordan will always remain one of the greatest and best basketball players to ever live. They say he handled the violin awkwardly. His teachers said he was a helpless composer, while completely deaf, wrote some of our world's greatest symphonies. Completely deaf. God, you called me to write orchestras. You locked all these things in the basement of my soul, but you didn't even give me the ability to hear it. His name is Beethoven. When will we stop listening and looking to what we see now and start believing that if heaven said it, it finishes it, done over. The teacher said he was too stupid to learn anything. He got fired from his first two jobs. Anybody ever been fired out there? Listen to this. For being unproductive. As an inventor, Thomas Edison said he took a thousand failed attempts, and when a reporter asked him, how did it feel, Edison, to fail a thousand times, he replied, I didn't fail a thousand times, it just took a thousand steps to discover how to make this thing called the light bulb. Enjoy. Maybe some of us one day will get to look at our critics and begin to tell them about the Jesus who gave us the ability we didn't have to do what we couldn't do because he put a dream inside of us. Do I have anyone with a dream out here bigger than yourself? Do I have anyone with a vision deep inside of you tonight? Okay. For those people. Would you stand to your feet all over this room? Thank you. If you're in this room, And you're one of those ten, I came for ten, I know they're here. I didn't come for the masses, I came for the ten, the elect, the chosen, the ones that you can't shake it, you wish you could, but it just keeps haunting you. You're a dreamer of the day, that's when it gets dangerous. You check out even on normal things because you keep dreaming of things that heaven is speaking over you and it doesn't make sense with what you see in front of you i came for the misfits the ones that don't fit in but i came to tell you you're not a misfit any longer you're actually a champion because the hero is inside of you and his name is jesus say that's me would you just lift both hands to heaven and close your eyes and begin to cry out to heaven right now this is my time if that's you you're in this room you say you know what i'm one of those elect that you're talking about i'm one of the ten that you're speaking to tonight there is a dream locked inside of me i've always tried to fit in but i couldn't i couldn't find my place and i'm finding my place tonight jesus i need you right here all over this room if you're lifting your hands would you sing this with us come on would you unite with these words you've been called to speak you've been called to preach would you raise your hand and wave them at me you've been called to preach you don't know how you don't know when you don't even know how to talk in front of people but you gotta you got something burning inside of you You're just embarrassed but i just gotta say it i'm called i feel it i feel lift your hand if that's you jesus i pray right now fire mighty warriors i pray right now god you would start bringing broken people into their life i pray every day they wake up god They would blow you a kiss and thank you for another day. And I pray you would send people after people, God, Lord, I pray their first sermon would be to some person, one person, maybe at a gas station, maybe at a bus stop, maybe in the middle of the mall, God, I pray, God, you would give them words to speak over lives in their life. I pray their boss or their friends would have to look out, God, I pray you'd put a word deep down in their spirit. And Lord, that one would turn to two, that two would turn to three, and you would teach them as they step out. If you're in this room and you're called, you have a different microphone, it's art or entertainment or creating, being ingenuitive with the creative media industry. Maybe it's painting, maybe it's drawing, maybe it's cartoon, maybe, maybe it's movies, maybe it's music, whatever it is, wave at me, you feel like you're called to change the world through that gift through that microphone through that element would you just put your hands up Jesus I pray right now from the top of their heads to the sole of their feet I pray new creativity things this world has never seen sounds this world has never heard art this world would find beauty in God I pray a new level God I pray tomorrow when they pick up their guitar their camera their iPhone their program I pray creativity would begin to flow, and Lord, I pray right now, Jesus, look, look, look at me, look at me. Here's what I hear the Lord saying. Some of you that have raised your hand for this area have been spending so much of your thought life on what they said and what they did and what they made and in comparison and competing that you are missing, that that time is your calling in that time to be creative. It takes time to be creative. You actually have to focus on how to create a solution to the problem, and if you're always looking at the past, you'll never get to where you're going. Some of you creatives need to forgive their words and break them off your life so you can actually have clear thoughts in the now to create solutions and melodies and rhythms that have never been created. It's up to you. You're in this room and you feel like you're supposed to start some kind of business. will change the world lift your hand small business maybe you already started one you have ideas locked into you you, inventions different things that would actually change the platform how we live raise your hand pray right now all these business business owners I pray all these ingenuitive ideas, these creative assignments, God, you've locked into them. God, they don't have the money for it. They don't even have the resources. They don't even have the know-how, but you put it in there, God. And if you could take a deaf man and write symphonies, you could take a blind man and give him sight, then you can use these hands to change the world. I pray right now, Father, you would put a courage and a faith in them to step out and believe even when it doesn't look like it should happen fire God come here come here right now from the top of his head to the sole of his feet there's a reason why God's got you in the middle trying to figure it out he wants you to look at the problems around you the new thing you will do will actually be a mission not an idea I pray for a mission a mission to solve injustice that you see open his eyes to see what you're putting around him young and reckless I see that on your shirt young and reckless young and reckless you're young and they've called you reckless you're young and they've called you reckless but you are going to be young and you're going to build you're not going to wreck things you're going to build you're going to build you're going to build you're going to build new environments that people get to live in not only for your culture and for people that you know you're going to open doors but you're going to begin to believe in people and open doors for people you never get to meet new ideas but you gotta stop hanging with people that have bad ideas of who you are and who you'll be you gotta let them go you can't get there like this everything if you pause focus everything our lives will be different because of the vision that God will download to you you don't believe me what happened when the internet showed up new paradigm our lives became different mail became obsolete you don't have to go to the store anymore you can order it online what happened when cell phones came into play and they became smartphones none of us have a home phone if you do that's strange new platform, new paradigm some people in this room literally will unlock things that god planned for now that will create new paradigms that we all will operate off in the next year but you have to catch this is our time Thanks for listening to another powerful message from Fearless LA You can follow what's happening at Fearless by going to fearlessla.com, exploring the app or looking us up on Twitter Facebook or Instagram If you would like prayer, check out the prayer wall in the Fearless app God bless you